Well, hello and welcome to the podcast. I am so excited about this particular episode. Okay, this is the one that you want to keep in your library where if you're having a bad day or things aren't going the way that you want them to, or just be honest, if you just feel really disappointed, this is the one that I want you to be able to pull out and be able to be like, okay, I'm going to be okay. And uh, I really hope that it, it encourages you. And just to start out, you know, I just want to tell you this, that we all have bad days. Like there's those times where you feel like you are on the top of the mountain. And there's other times where you are questioning why you even started in the first place. And if we'll just be honest, all of us go through both of those kind of seasons. Um, we have those seasons where we feel like we're killing it. And then we have those other seasons where honestly, we just wish that we could just go you know get a normal job somewhere quit the business that we're trying to start put the dream on our heart on hold and just go live some ordinary life somewhere and I just want to start off by encouraging you in this that if it was easy everyone would do it and this is something I have to go back and tell myself time and time again because so often I begin to feel overwhelmed and I always start to feel like, you know, everybody else has got it all together. Everybody else is killing life and I'm the only one that's having a hard time. And here's the truth is that everybody has those days. Every single person, whether they are telling you or not, are having those moments of feeling massive amounts of insignificance. And I will tell you that if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. If it was easy, everybody would be blowing up their social media. If it was easy, everyone's business would be booming. If it was easy, everyone would be dropping the weight. If it was easy, everyone would be feeling like a mom boss all the time. But here's the thing. It's not easy. And everybody has those times where things get hard. And the difference between those who succeed and those who don't is I believe this one thing, and that's perseverance. I love in Luke 21, 19 and Amplified, it says, by your steadfast and patient endurance, you shall win the true life of your souls. I love this so much because Jesus is letting us know that it's the steadfastness and our patient endurance. And so we have got to have a determination in us that is no matter what hard days come our way, we're going to stay with what God's told us to do. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, And let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint and acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and reap relax our courage and faint. You know, I want to tell you that God's got great things coming our way. And the time that we're tested the most, if we're going to stay the course, is when everything seems like it's going the opposite of what we want. In James 1, 2, in the Amplified, it says, Blessed, happy, and to be envied is the man who is patient under trial and stands up under temptation. For when he has stood the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. See, here's the thing is that the bad days and all the things, I think it's really, they test what's on the inside of us. And just as we would never buy a car without test driving at first. In fact, I remember whenever Brian was, uh, we were looking for a new mattress for our bedroom. 
we would go into the mattress store and test every single mattress. We're fully clothed and we're rolling around on these mattresses in the middle of the store looking like idiots, honestly. Um, But we wanted to make sure that what we were buying was going to work and it was going to fit our needs. And I will say the bad days in our lives, the disappointments that happen, they are to test what's on the inside of us. It's truly what the scripture talks about, that God refines us in fire. And so it's when we're going through those things that we're able to see the not so lovely things in us and we're able to decide you know what I'm going to stay the course I'm going to be steadfast in my patience okay so I want to tell you this as we begin that 90% of the people that when they try something for the first time they fail and so if you find yourself in a place where it seems like it didn't go the way you wanted it to let's just be honest we're heading in towards the end of the year and you're not where you thought you would be this time in the year you thought you'd be further along you thought the business would have taken off you thought financially you would have gained more and I just want to encourage you that 90% of people when they set out to do things they don't accomplish it but here's the crazy thing is that 10% will try again 10% of that 90% will decide to try again and here's the crazy part is that 90% of the 10% that try again will succeed I want to encourage you, whatever your bad day was, whatever the disappointment was that happened, decide that you're going to be part of the 90% that try again. I mean, the 10% that try again. Decide that you're going to be part of those people that decide, you know what, I'm going to try it one more time and see how it works out. Because I promise you this, that you'll be so glad that you do. And I think that whenever we go through disappointments, we can decide that we're going to let them define us or we can decide that they can refine us. And I want them to refine us and not define us. So I believe that there's a few things laying on the bottom whenever I'm going through a bad day or disappointment. These are the four things that I want you to to look at. Number one is I think the root driving thing whenever we're going through a disappointment is fear. And I love Alison Faulkner and with Alison's Brand School. And she said this recently, and she said that when we build walls around the areas that we are most afraid of failing in, And when she said that recently, I heard it and it went like off in my spirit because that is exactly the truth. And whenever we have a bad day or a disappointment, if we'll be honest, we feel like the wall that we've been trying to guard in our life, if you will, has just come down and we feel exposed. And so a lot of times we build walls around things like rejection, insignificancy, inadequacy. In fact, I can say for me in my life, inadequacy is the driving fear um, in my life if I let it. It's that thing of I'm so afraid of being inadequate as a pastor, as a leader as a mother. In fact, whenever I am feeling in a down place, my daughter even saying that we're out of toothpaste makes me feel inadequate as a mother. And she'll just come down and she'll be like, mom, we need toothpaste. And immediately I start to spin out like, I'm such a bad mom. I'm so inadequate. I can't even supply for you your basic human needs. And the truth is she's just telling me a grocery list. But because of that fear, and if I'm not careful when I'm in a low place, everything that comes my way validates that internal fear of I'm inadequate. I'm not adding up. I'm not measuring up. I'm not enough for the people that I'm leading, the people in my life. In 1 John 4, 18, it says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. 
I will tell you, any area that you are fearful, it's because you question if you're truly loved. And when we go through bad days and when we have disappointments, the one thing the enemy tries to get us to believe is that it validates that that fear that we've had inside of us really is true, that we really are overlooked, that we really are insignificant, that we really are inadequate, that we really are rejected. And here's the thing is that when we go to God, we find out that we are already loved regardless of what's shouting in our environment and what it looks like on the outside. See, I found in my life that often whenever I am allowing fear to make decisions for me, I begin to look for a validation on how I'm doing outside of myself. And so I look around at other people in my life and I perceive them, whether right or wrong, to have it all together. And this solidifies my fear that I'm not doing it right. And I want to ask you a question as we are spending this time together. What are the areas of your life that you are comparing with someone else to see if you're successful? Are there areas that you've been trying to measure yourself up in? Because I found in my life, the more I look to everybody else to see if I'm doing a good job or not, when I'm having a bad day, when I'm going through disappointment, the more low I begin to feel. And if I'm not careful, I stop living out my dreams because I'm living out my fears. And when we have a bad day, it's always going to try to tell us that it's permanent. And the one thing that I struggle with the most is not that the sales pitch wasn't good or the Sunday wasn't good or that the budget wasn't good for this one time, what the enemy tries to make it seem is like it's permanent, like it's always going to be this way. See, fear always wants you to think that this is never going to end. And I found in my life that when I began to take a thought and turn it around to the positive, so for me and my life, whenever I start to feel fear in my life creep up in times of disappointment, in times where I'm having a bad day. The one turnaround thought that I begin to think on purpose is, I trust God fully. I trust God fully. And that, to me, takes away fear. Because I know that if I trust God fully, that means I know whatever He has for me is going to be good. And so I choose to trust that even in this, that something's going to get good going to come out of it. Romans 8 says that He works all things together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. And the second thing I want to point out to you when you're having a bad day is fatigue. Fatigue will make the smallest thing seem so large. Um, One of my favorite stories happens in 1 Kings 19. And here there's the prophet, and he has seen God do so many amazing things. I mean, literally in 1 Kings 18, we see God just giving him so much victory and doing so many amazing things. And now he has one person threaten him. And he spins out into a pity party and is hiding and is is fearful and is just totally in self-loathing. And I love it so much because the Bible tells us that an angel shows up and starts baking him a cake on the coals and tells him to go back to sleep. And he wakes up and he eats the cake and the angel has him go back to sleep again. And I think about this in our life that sometimes all we need to get over a bad day or a disappointment is just a really good meal and some sleep. I want to ask you a question. When is the last time you rested? 
When is the last time that you took time to unplug and to get away from everything, to leave your phone away in another room and just totally get quiet with your thoughts? I found in my life that I avoid those times because I've got so many emotions that I've been suppressing and so many things that I haven't dealt with. And here's the thing is that little bitty disappointments stack up and that's what I think causes a bad day is because it's the accumulation of all these things that we haven't dealt with. And I just want to encourage you that sometimes that you don't need to do more to get ahead. You don't need to push harder. You don't need to double your sales goal. Honestly, sometimes the best thing you can do is take a day off and to get away from everything, have a good meal, refresh yourself, remind yourself that you are loved not for what you do but for who you are in God and so my turnaround thought for this and fatigue is I have to continuously remind myself that God loves me for who I am and not what I do as if I'll be honest in my life I struggle so much of thinking that when I get to this next level that things are going to get easier and everything's going to level off and all everything's going to like line up and it's going to be okay and the truth is um it's not going to get easier with every level things actually become more difficult and so i have to have a pace that's going to help me sustain what god's called me to do and i think for a lot of us we're putting unrealistic expectations on ourselves on how much we can work how much we can do and and instead we would be able to get so much more done if we just allowed ourselves to have rest so sometimes whenever i'm disappointed or i'm fatigued and i've had a bad day I just asked myself, okay, when's the last time I rested? And a lot of times when I'm in a really low place, it's usually because I haven't rested. The third thing I want to talk to you about when you're having a bad day and whenever things aren't going your way is number three is your feelings. So we've talked about um, your fears and we talked about fatigue and we talked about your feelings. See, I believe that we choose our thoughts and our thoughts produce our feelings and our feelings shape our perspective. Our feelings are one of the worst things to allow to drive our life. And I think so often we allow our feelings to make the final decision in what we do. And I want to tell you that the most influential person that you're going to talk to is you. And so in my life, I found that I need to be really good at observing my feelings. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 10, 5, it says to take every thought captive unto the obedience of Christ. And I used to think about this meaning that I just need to suppress my feelings. But it literally says to take it captive. And the definition for captive means having no freedom to choose alternatives or to avoid something. So if I'm going to take every feeling, every thought captive, right, then that means I'm not going to avoid it. And you think about, I think about a prisoner of war. What do they do? They begin to interrogate that person. They begin to ask them, where did you come from? Who sent you? Why are you here? What are your main objectives? What if we begin to do that with our feelings? When we start having feelings of insignificance, of worthlessness, of that we're a failure, that things are never going to get out. We're never going to get out of the situation. 
What if we began to just interrogate those feelings and to begin to question where did they come from? Who did it start with? What unresolved issue is this feeling still linked with? What things am I holding on to? What is the main objective of this feeling? And if we'll dig deeper on them, I've found that we're able to get to the root of it. And we're able to get to the root of it. We're actually able to step into freedom because I believe so often we are trying to just push aside these negative disgusting feelings, if you will, Um, because I know for me, whenever I'm feeling them, it makes me feel so low that I don't want to deal with them. But here's the thing is that they're going to come up at some point. And I found that our feelings will leak into every area of our life, especially negative feelings. And so my job is to deal with them properly in a good, healthy way. And so I always want to find out where did they start. And a lot of times it's a conversation or a comment that solidified a fear right? And we were in a place of fatigue where we were tired. And so we held on to it. And now it's produced a feeling that's now navigating our life. And so I want to ask you, um, ask you this question. Is this feeling you helping you be your best self? Is this feeling helping you be your best self? If the answer is no, let it go. Release it and begin to think the opposite of what the feeling is telling you. And so this for me is when I begin to tell myself, Crystal, you are adequate. Your daughter just needs toothpaste. (laughs) Crystal, you are a good wife. It doesn't matter if the dishes weren't all done this morning. Crystal, you are a good pastor. It doesn't matter if the numbers were a little bit low. It was a Cowboys game. Give yourself grace. And so when I began to turn around statement, and the truth is that you believe more of what you hear yourself say than what anybody else says. So in my life, it's so powerful to begin to voice those things out loud. And as I begin to voice them out loud, then all of a sudden everything begins to shift and to change in my perspective and my day begins to get better. It doesn't mean that the disappointment didn't happen. It doesn't mean that the things didn't happen that made it a bad day, but it helps me reevaluate. And truly, I found in my life that when I just go to sleep and have a good rest, I'm able to have a better handle on my feelings and my fears aren't quite as loud. So Hey, I hope you got something out of this. Um, I'm really excited. I did a a six-week course this summer, and it was so powerful. People had crazy amount of breakthrough, and it was called Limiting Beliefs. And with it, I did guided prayer meditations with scripture and um, different thoughts. And it was so powerful, the breakthrough that people saw um, over those six weeks. And I'm getting ready to release uh, this course online, and it'll be full of those meditation practices. And I'm so pumped about it. I believe that God is going to do amazing things. And so if you're interested in that, um, you definitely want to be subscribed to my email. If you're not currently subscribed, uh, you can click the link down in the show notes and you can get signed up for that. I really believe that God is going to use this course to help people. And I talk about six different limiting beliefs that all of us have. And I go through how to begin to confront them. Each of them have practical action steps breaking down for you what it looks like to begin to have victory in that area. And every single one of them have different um, scriptures that you can begin to tie with them. I give you a big workbook. It's I believe 
it's 60 pages um, full of content that's just going to help you begin to take action because my heart isn't just to release another course, but I want it to be full of practical things that are going to begin to help you confront those limiting beliefs that are holding you back from being the person that God's created you to be. So, hey, if that interests you, be sure to click the link down in the show notes. Um, I'd love for you to be signed up in my emails. That way you will be the first to know and my subscribers to my email will get a uh, release code um, that'll give them a discount for the first few hours that it is released. And so in those first few days, and so you definitely want to be signed up for that. So that way you don't miss out on a chance to save some money. And so, hey, with all that said, can you do me a favor and share this podcast with somebody that you feel like needs a little bit of encouragement? Maybe they're going through a bad day or having a disappointment. Um, You sharing this podcast could definitely help them out. So, hey, thanks you so much for listening and let's have a really great week.